Bar. We are back for what? Issue 40? Is that what I said? Yeah. One more and we're over the hill. Oh, I thought we were over the hill. At least I am. Depends. <laughs> My mom always I... said, um, what is it? She always said that I'm young enough to know better, but old enough to give two shits. So, yeah, I was that way when I turned like 15. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. I feel sometimes I'm going backwards in age. But we got a lot of goodies. I'm slipping through our, our, our stuff. We got a lot of stories and a lot of crazy stuff going on with everything. Yeah, that's what between when I can never I never have the ha the ability to catch up with you and your crazy story finding and then having all this time off work. Suddenly I just sat down and started pulling things out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Some of them that ended up. After I found them, I heard on NPR this weekend. <laughs> I've I've noticed that too. A lot of times we'll add them and then they're all over the place. So, but yeah, there's been a lot in the news. Just some cr crazy, 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 crazy stuff. I know I sent you a crazy video from one of the groups that I'm with. Yeah, I still, I really do not know what that was. We'll just call it Steve. <sighs> it's Steve. Yeah, this, I mean, it could be fake. It could be, I don't know. It almost, now you said this is one. This was from the chemtrail group, right? Shh! Don't tell my secrets. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm, but it might explain what people think it is. Well, my first thinking, I thought it was God's dick. Yes, I said it. It looks like a giant rainbow penis, basically. But I mean, is it an oil slick? Is it a rainbow? Is it a, is it an actual chemtrail without an airplane up there? You know? It could be, it could have been a chemtrail, but hit with the sun, it created that. I mean, it, it could have been a, well. I would say sun dog, but sun dog would be around the sun. I don't know. It was weird. It looked like a rainbow thing. So who knows? It could have, like I said, it could have been fake. I mean, it could have been anything. It was weird. So I sent it, and it's Steve. We named it Steve. <laughs> but yeah, my first thing I thought it was a wiener. <laughs> That says a lot about you, Vicky. Okay. <laughs> I'm female. What can I say? See, I send you wiener pictures, Bart, and then I send Deadpool pictures to Don. How's that? <laughs> hey. I I say anything about that, but the two movies I so far this week I have watched two movies. The Fish Sex movie and then the new new the excuse me. The new Jumanji which also focused a lot on said thing that you were just discussing. Well, did you, did, well, talking about that one, do you know that they made um, Shape of Water wiener, wiener, like female play toys and they sold out? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if those were already out. They were and they like, sold out. Like long before that movie. No, I think the movie just inspired the color scheme, but it, they sold out. But yeah, I died laughing when she's like explaining to the girl how they got, how they had it. She's, but like, there's like nothing. I'm like, oh my God, I died. <laughs> Which actually kind of fell into the, 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 the stuff we talked about last week. Yes. Yes, they did. Hey, I wonder if that's where he got the idea. Maybe from, from Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro has such a weird mind to begin with. It's hard to say. I don't know. I can think of a few things. I mean, he could have got it from nature or a really, well, could have been a really bad like LSD, like what LSD trip. 
He type. he could have someone could have been on LSD watching the creature from the Black Lagoon because that's really what it was like. And then switched over to porn. That's probably yeah. what happened. No, I think you're right. I think that's probably what happened. Wow, this is an interesting rabbit hole. Or they got really confused about which movie it was, Black Lagoon or Blue Lagoon. Because those are two distinctly different movies. Hmm. Which one? One or two? They're both purple. Black Lagoon is a horror movie. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen it. I mean, Blue I Lagoon, watch... I believe, is a uh, uh, romance. I've never actually seen it, but I only mm-hmm. get that from watching Buffy. <laughs> I remember that one because there was two of them. Shipwrecked and what happens with kids are left uh, left alone to grow up on their own. Hmm. Lord of the Fri- Flies without be- without the spears. Yeah. But I don't know. I never really watched a lot of horror. I wa- Well, growing up I did. Now I just, I think it's dumb. Not my genre. I watched too much um, Stephen King growing up. I just prefer the old horror stuff that didn't, d- didn't need all the newfangled uh, effects. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I'm in my 60s when I'm only in my 30s. <laughs> Sometimes, well, we some of us age backwards. We know that. We know someone that's like 22 and he acts like an 80-year-old man. And then begs for someone to come and, and dance in the middle of his um work. I told him I could bring Cass and she could do it for him. I sent him the, the video. You know who I'm talking about, right? No, I, I don't. Cam. Cameron? Okay. The second part makes even less sense now. He we works... will discuss this after the show. Well, no, he works at GameStop, <laughs> and I sent him a video of a guy dressed up as uh, Spider-Man just rocking it out in the middle of a um, GameStop. And he was bored out of his skull, and he wished that somebody would come and do that to his store. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. And I told him, I said, well, I got Cassie. She'll go. She'll do zoomies in your store. <laughs> I have to keep the door shut. She'll get loose. Mm-hmm. Ken had to use bricks and brick up like the tiny itty bitty bitty space between her garage and the fence so Cassie can't get out because she did she chased a cat and got out good thing for a leash because he was able to step on it yeah but what do you say you ready to to dive headlong in, into our massive yeah. stories we have let's get let's dig into them before we go off onto some weird rabbit hole and it's 20 minutes later Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's only eight minutes. We we can go on plenty of tangents. You and I both are so busy. Well, you're somewhat enjoying your vacation and I'm going crazy. I was double fisting coffee today and I'm still on my third cup. I've been drinking coffee all day and then so. Well, I'm not because my alarm didn't go off this morning and I didn't wake up until 930. <laughs> my alarm says get up. I get smacked or t- smacked in the face. Alligator death roll or teabagged. So I don't get to sleep in. Quarter after six and I'm up. But let's jump into Sir Patrick Stewart launches a three and a half million particle accelerator. Three and a half million pound. Million. Scratch the pound. That's million. Yeah. <laughs> I like million better. But this says but the, the dual beam Miami 2 is already being used for microscopic experiments investigating the effects of particles on various materials from meteorites to nuclear fusion. So they're kind of doing what CERN's doing on a baby exactly, scale. Exactly, yeah. On a baby scale. Although I was listening to something and they were talking about CERN. They were talking about um, trying to full time. They were, they were talking about aliens and stuff and how, we, how you can go from point A to point B in like a snap. I'm like, that's kind of cool. But that's what everyone's been saying about time, too. You know, we all know that it's not linear anymore. Yeah. Well, if you look at that, I mean, this being Patrick Stewart, it's not 
uh, Next Generation uh, Generation Star Trek, but the new Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, the new movies. That's exactly how that whole series came along, mm-hmm. was bending space and time to travel back. Mm-hmm. So yep. basically... Uh, Patrick Stewart said, the university has progressed in such a way that every time I visit, there's something new and remarkable. So this this right here is something definitely new that hopefully is at the University of Huddersfield. Hopefully this gets more use and they discover a lot more that'll help us in the future. Mm-hmm. Or the past, for that matter. Well, and a lot of it, there are chances of them finding, um, you know, alternative energy i think is is growing up yeah now the thing is is it going to be too late before we blow ourselves up in the first place that's the question because if we if suddenly we're not here to to use whatever we discover it's kind of pointless mm-hmm. or it's just going to be a, f- a a choice few that are going to be able to and the rest of us are going to be like screwed well did you hear talking about screwed and everything else you hear that the last white male white rhino died? Yeah. So they're 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 I think that's the beginning of an extinct of, of another mass extinction because, you know, supposedly it's okay to start drilling and mining um the national parks and stuff. I don't know. And that's think- the sad real sad part is, you know, suddenly it's hey, we, we might have gotten the whole ivory poaching under control. And then, oh, well, it doesn't really matter anymore now because we're just finding other ways to kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, I forget how long ago it was, but there was a zoo in, I think, was it France? France or, um, it might have been Africa, like where they keep them, like, locked up at night. Yeah. Somebody went in and, like, took them all out and took their horns. Oh. I, I know that was probably a while ago, but gotta love distraction no matter what happens. Although the funny, we were talking about that, too, because we were talking about, uh, was it Grandma Vanga? Yeah. Her, she's back in um, she's back in the uh, spotlight again. And it was all the stuff that you and I were talking about, what, last year? About some of the stuff that's happening and going to happen. Yeah, I swear, every time I turn around, <clears throat> she's getting brought up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Her and Notre Dame, a lot of the stuff that they've predicted people are bringing back up. It just, it does. It seems a lot what she was talking about, her predictions, is just, it's amping up. I don't know. And sometimes, the problem is with that, sometimes I feel like, you know, it's like going to a fort, is going to a psychic. You're taking from what they say what you want to believe. So mm-hmm. you, you adapt it to your own life. Well. And I, sometimes I worry that stuff like this you know, they look at people will look at it and say, "Hey, that sounds familiar." Just because they keep looking for ways to bring it back, right? To interpret it. Well, I think a lot of it too is if you look at past. You know, um, how many large civilizations? You know, they hit their peak and then they were gone. They were wiped out. Yeah. Um, Egypt, Greece, uh, what was it? Mesopotamia, all that area. Um, Rome. Rome's a big one. They got too big for their britches and goodbye. What are the chances? I mean, that was in the predictions. Yeah. You know, we were going to get sat on, basically. I mean, I don't know. It almost sounds like that's where we're heading. Let's hope not. 
I don't know. But if you look at it, it kind of is. It's, it seems society's wanting to explode. But that leads us into explosion. <laughs> that leads us right into how about a big harpoon could be Europe's answer to catching its out of control satellite. They want to spear their trash. And yeah, I want to I want to see them. Do, what would what would happen if they shot this harpoon and missed? What what were the chances of them hitting something else? But this says um would it just Well, keep- if based if based on the video, you know, the video of a possible way of doing it, it doesn't look like they were going to hit a whole lot other than something that they could possibly want to remove from the atmosphere. But this is engineering giant Airbus is testing a big harpoon to catch wayward s- satellites. A move that could be tested, a move that could be interested to the Europe, European space chiefs. I'm, yeah, but the thing is, is there's so much up there. And you, you line up to whatever you want to shoot. What do you do if you miss? Is it going to keep on going? What would happen if it hit something else? Or is it going to be like, I don't know, be able to pull it back in and try it again? Uh, that's that's a good point, but again, like if if you're setting, like you're doing a space mission, you go up there specifically to uh to float around in the stars and keep an and search and send one out. Obviously, it's not going to go the right way the first time. Mm-hmm. But if you, it might be more accurate if you're out there, you know, actively looking versus on the ground sending thing, sending some a robot a robotic piece up and having it do it from there mm-hmm. sounds like they need um elon musk's help but this one also says here and i'm i okay i want to get a hold of that chick and have her pre- the one that you met have her predict when where this is going to go but it says hell over the the new technology has come too late for the chinese space station um can't pronounce it but let's just say it's called heavenly palace which is set to come crashing to earth later in march or next month so curious yeah where it's gonna fall because it could pretty much i mean it could fall anywhere right yeah well that's what happened with skylab you know where where it fell was completely off target than where anybody expected mm-hmm. is that the one that you said fell off of the coast or whatever of australia yeah yeah. Hmm. Curious. No, talking about Australia, I have a couple things that I sent you. We need to look into that more. I'm thinking the cell phones, the cable, and the false missile alarms are all linked, is what my theory is. So, we have homework part. Apparently. Well, I want to know what, what, what all that stuff spelled out. I only got part of it. Yeah. A lot of what it spelled out, though, I felt was just so generic from what I could gather. I mean, it just felt generic. Like, it could have been, like, it wasn't specific to any particular thing. Again, it was somebody started reading it and realized, hey, this is... This is Malaysia. Hey, I wonder if it's a Malaysian airline. Well, that guy, that that the one that I sent you, the first one, yeah. he's been bombarded with tons. Like, to the point, he was chased off of Twitter. The one where he just put it up and said, you know, this is weird, whatever. He's been, yeah. he, he's been chased off of Twitter. And he, something, I don't know the reasoning why, but he was in his car outside of his house. Our apartment or wherever he lives. And he was sitting there and he watched this, like, 
I don't know, three in the morning or something. It yeah. was really strange hours that nobody should be up. Watch this guy get out of a vehicle or whatever, walk up to his house and take pictures of his house and left. I'm like, that's kind of creepy and messed up at the exact same time. And again, that could have been related or it could not have been. Who knows? I think it might have been. Would you think it'd be weird if somebody walked up and started taking pictures of your apartment at like three in the morning? Yeah, but again, it could have been related to that or it could just be a weirdo. Mm, I don't know. But I, I, I've grown up with people just walking up to our house, taking pictures and leaving and suddenly, oh, well, that actually is pretty normal. Well, your, your parents are artists, though. Am I right? Yes. So they kind of have a reason. I mean, you told me about something about a stop sign, a bunch of other stuff. Oh, the stoplight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm so I'm so used to that that I wouldn't even think twice unless like they were actually stalking me. <laughs> well, maybe this guy is getting stalked now that he really released his his um thing. But no, I, like I said, I want to I want to investigate some of this more. I mean, I've had some really weird stuff on my phone, but yeah, the most I get is spam. So, <laughs> but also talking about the um, harpoon, this one is the uh, the Vanguard one has spent uh, six decades in orbit, more than other any um, other craft. Um, it remains the oldest man made. Object in space. False. I think that that was the Black Knight. Until they blew it up. But they refused to acknowledge that. Mm-mm. I know. But I think that that, I think that, that was, was that. Because, you know, who knows how many times we've erased ourselves. That's why if it happens again, I wouldn't be surprised. But, let's see. The first two attempts to launch the first Vanguard satellite failed. But in March uh, 17th, 58, uh, Vanguard 1 was successful, successfully placed in orbit. Mm-hmm. So apparently the Vanguard project was established as part of the co- the uh, American contribution to the International Geophysical Year, which was a multinational effort to study geophysical uh, phenomena during a specific period of time when the sunspots would be at their peak. Oh, huh. so they're not looking at Steve. No, they're really more looking at the Earth in general. Uh, and this is uh, Vanguard One was the first satellite with solar power, and its batter- even and even though its batteries lasted just twenty days, the solar cells helped the helped it stay in power for seven years. Uh, it stopped sending signals back to Earth in nineteen sixty four, uh, but since then researchers have used it to get insight into how the sun, moon, and our atmosphere affect the orbiting satellites. Hmm. It, it looks like uh, the follow-ups, Vanguard 2 and 3, uh, which were launched in 1959, are still in orbit today. So there's a lot of space junk floating up there. Yeah. So I'm wondering when they do, if they are able to, you know, send something up there to uh, retrieve them. wonder, you know, like, when will they do that? Because some of these... They say, they said they're still using Vanguard One, even though it has no power. You would so I'm wondering when they would even decide to take, bring those down. Maybe just let them crash on their own, or and send that something might, else. You know, if they realize when something's going to crash, then they can prepare for it. 
But at this point, if they're still using it, it's worth keeping up there, I'd suppose. Mm-hmm. But then what if you don't? Because you could be like Russia, and they want to use nukes, threatening asteroids. They want to nuke them. I'm sure Trump would be on board with that. It was just um, days ago that a team of scientists from NASA, the National Nuclear Security Administration, spoke at length about the potential to use nuclear weapons to divert an incoming asteroid. Hmm. So you have one that wants to use a harpoon. And, you know, wasn't there a couple games like that where you just kind of stick, stick out your harpoon and grab stuff and pull it back in? Yeah. Okay, anyways, so beside that, so then here they want to play, um, yeah, they just want to blow them up. That doesn't surprise me. Does it surprise you? Russia wants Not to Not really. I'm surprised. You this could be so much more dangerous than just going up and trying to retrieve them and missing. Though, because either, either it could either break the asteroids into pieces and those would uh, gravitate towards another spot in the, in the sky... Or they could come crashing to Earth. Well, what happens if the asteroid is really strong and it doesn't hit? Like it hits it, then it reflects off and bounces back. That could be even worse. I could see that happen. It's going to ricochet off of the the asteroid, come back down and blow up in the atmosphere. Hello, 100 Year Winter. How are you? Yeah. Let's turn the world into Siberia. You know, because we like watching animals freeze to death as they're like breathing. Did you you see that video, didn't you? Yeah. Where they were going around collecting frozen animals and some of them came back to life because they were that frozen. Yeah. Well, bad enough. The ones in Australia that were like that here before. Well, Australia was melting. and still is. Australia is melting and then Siberia is like death deep it freeze. It was Florida. Florida is what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. With the alligators? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, Australia is the one that was melting. Like the ground, like the ground was melting. The what was it? The road. Yeah. Nobody can win. We are screwed, Bart. We are so screwed. I'm pretty sure that's just the theme of our podcast anymore. Is the world is screwed? Mm, yeah. Well, that's why I want to make a slogan. Um, what was it? Um, where you can find the WTF stories. <laughs> Because pretty much what it comes down to, what little, what little we find, it, it's just like, holy crap. Everybody needs to stop drinking the freaking Kool-Aid. Just don't do it. No more Kool-Aid. But here, what is it? Okay. The Hammer spacecraft concept from NASA was dreamt up as a dual purpose tool that could either divert an asteroid by colliding with it and nudging it off course or, de- or deliver nuclear payload, a nuclear... Did they do a movie like this, too? Uh, yeah, I believe it was called Armageddon. Huh. But that's where they got their idea. The nuclear option is considered a last-ditch effort and an effort effort in the event of a massive asteroid appealing virtually out of nowhere. Huh. Planet X. Neither the hand, hammer <sighs> concept nor Russia testing put us on, door, on the doorstep of a nuclear asteroid defense system. Just yet. That's what it is, Bart. They're preparing for Planet X. I saw a video of that. They were trying to say the circle next to the pl- next to the sun was the Planet X coming to Don't take us. Don't you wish we could just go back to the fifties when we just thought the Russians were sending satellites up to kill us? Why? When we know now they're doing it. Thank now and when before they weren't, but now they are. Thank you, Putin. Is that what it is? 
Trump's Trump's boyfriend. It's all the, the lizard people. We know this, right? If only it was the lizard people. That's that's giving the lizard people a bad name. No, it's not. Their true colors are coming out. They want to freeze everybody. They'll start a war, sit back, watch us blow ourselves up, and take over. If I've learned anything from Hunter S. Thompson, the lizard people prefer to hang out in casinos in Vegas. Well, that's probably where they'll live after they blow the rest <laughs> of the world up. But you want to get the next one since I was taking over the rest of them? Um, yeah. Uh, so the this baby is one show. that I... Yeah, this this one and the next one. The next one's what I just saw on NPR this weekend. I do not want to see the ad, no. So, um, apparently, uh, the title the title really just says it all. The baby show in Midget Hall that sparked a riot. Mm-hmm. Nothing like baby I don't riots. even want to know where you found this. <laughs> but it is very, very recent. Yeah, a lot of the ones so, I put on here, I tried that they were pretty, pretty recent. Uh, in the age of P.T. Barnum in the late 19th century, we though we had plenty of, you know, fraudulent dye museums and freak shows and all of that. Uh, but there was a national baby show, uh, which was only happened once in November of 1877. When 400 to 500 babies and their mothers or nurses fell two floors of a hall uh, where uh, Mr. James Mead presented uh, a diminutive people to the paying public. Uh, the contestants' guardians uh, were basically the prize was a thousand. It was a thousand dollars in prizes. Top honor: a gold chain and 150 dollars. Uh, to the most handsome. And, oh, that's still an ad. Lovely ads. And they had a uh, dozen lesser awards, too. Yeah. So, so far, I'm not seeing what the issue was, uh, other than why. Uh, the, rep- the reporters had trouble tracking down fathers at the event, but the Daily Eagle found the author of uh, George... Theodore Franklin Thurlow Washington Rutherford uh, beaming with pride over an infant that was so pug-nosed it looked like it had been flattened by a brick. I suddenly see the problem. But here I said according to the Brooklyn Daily Eagle, the infant's ethnic heritage ranged from Irish to Icelandic, German to Russian. The fair sparkling of Hebrews and one Chinese infant named Weebu. Let's well, it goes on. In addition to tiny, tall, and obese babies, one type reportedly repre- resembled a monkey and another a dog. Although coverage of the event hinted at the rampant racism that, in- that infected the age. Organizers even attempted to recruit a neglected and beaten orphan from the New York, New York Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. The organization chose to decline. <laughs> Maybe that was the riot. <laughs> the um, winners, appar- apparently the winners are still a mystery. No one knows who won this, despite apparently a ton of news coverage. And looks like a lot of the reporters left before the prizes were even passed out. <laughs> Which would explain. 
the best part of the story was one of the mothers of uh, the sh- the children who also ran discovered they were getting stiffed on tickets to the award ceremony as well, the as well as the promised but unspecified consolation prizes. You know, so they told you what the top prize was. They didn't tell you what the other prizes were. They began to riot so vigorously that the police were summoned, uh, according to Reader's Digest. Yet what parents can't understand uh, is the disappointment and fury because, quote, each baby was was a perfect wonder. There's no doubt about this. Well, and Kathleen Knudsen, farmer, a seasonal firefighter, won at California Department of Forestry and Protection, commented, where are the pictures? Yes. I think she wanted to see the pug and the the dog and the monkey. And depending on the reporter, I guarantee there there were pictures of that. You might have the couple decent reporters, but then you've got that one who just doesn't care. Hmm. I don't know. So yeah, this happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe, well, you know what? That could have caused a riot. Well, I don't know. If it would have been in the newspaper at that point, it probably would have been like a couple days later. But you would think that that, that would have said people if they lied. Like none of that actually happened. Like the the kids, the the dog, the pug, the yeah monkey looking one. If that was actually fake. Because that's what they did back then, you know? It was the world of P.T. Barnum. Exactly. How do you sell newspapers? How do you sell newspapers today? If it's not propaganda, it's stories, you know? And it's even better because now we have the internet. Yep, so it's just... it's easier to trick people. Yep. Um, so our next story, uh, it's uh, Constantine Relu, Relu, or Relu, uh, 63 has been having himself a hard year, other than being a dead man. Uh, the Turkish government deported him in January for having expired documents, sending him back to Romania, where he hadn't been since the 90s. And so, when he returned to Romania, he found out he died in 2003. And he found this out from the official death certificate that uh, his wife had registered. I'm officially so, dead yeah i'm alive so he went to court about this to have it revoked because obviously he's not dead mm-hmm. he has no income because he's listed yeah. as dead i took more than six hours of interrogation to convince the custom officials he wasn't playing a hope and but they insisted that he had to have been telling a joke because he's dead the paperwork says it so when they eventually let him through, only after looking at the distance between his eyes, comparing it to his passport photo. So obviously, he, he, the photo on his passport must be real. So that, so obviously we have to let him through, even if he's dead. Uh, his wife had apparently obtained the death certificate after not hearing from him for years. Assuming that according to the newspaper, uh, assuming that he had died in an earthquake. Wow. So he, the reason he wasn't talking, he told the reason that he uh, wasn't speaking to his wife was that he cut off communication after he discovered her infidelity years after he first left for Turkey in 1992. So that's why he hadn't been back to Romania. 
So she just said, oh, he must be dead. So so is that the new new way you divorce each other? You just announce the other just, one's dead? Just leave, leave for Romania. That'll work. <laughs> So, uh, so he goes to the, he goes to court in the city of Vaslu, uh, with the bid to, you know, reinstate his livingness. You know, obviously rejects his death certificate. The court rejected his bid to get the death certificate overturned, despite the fact that he was there in person pleading in his own case. I don't mean to laugh. Oh my god, Bard, this is hilarious. Um, it says he had no case to stand on, the court ruled, because his appeal was filed too late. Apparently, after he's dead, that's too late. So wait, does that so mean he can pretty much get away with been, anything now? He's been banned for life from Turkey, because again, that they deported him back to Romania. He's banned from living in Romania because he's dead. He can't get a job. Because they only hire living people. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, sounds like Who the next the version of us. I say a modern modern version of zombies. Yeah, you're dead, but you're alive, but you're dead. Oh, this poor guy. Sounds like he needs to like make his his ex. Well, you would think that he would just divorce her. Well, he said he was working. At, he he was in Turkey working as a cook. So right. someone sounded like he moved to get a job in order, you know, possibly to make the money to divorce her and then just realized it was easier just to leave. Oh, what kind of bad fortitude? <laughs> That's a mess. Stop. You can't tell me I'm alive. <laughs> I'm standing here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, speaking of the dead, there's another one you found. I think you found this one. Yeah. Come on. Open up. Something about the body falling through the ceiling. Excuse me. Yes. So a Houston woman, Houston woman's remains were found inside the wall of her house last year. Uh, they, the detective and police uh, believe that the body that had fallen through her attic floor and became wedged inside the walls. And no one knew that she was in there. Which is just another one of those, wow, this is the strangest crime that never happened. Uh, it says uh, the, the new owners of her home uh, reported that they found this found these bones. Uh, Mary Stewart Ceruti was reported missing in 2015 after neighbors contacted the police because they hadn't seen her for a few days. In the, uh, she had been in the attic, and there was a broken board that led down to the space between the walls. Uh, law enforcement thinks she may have been up there, fell through the attic floor, uh, and because no one was home, no one knew. I guess most of the authorities collected the bones last year. Most of her skeleton was in place, uh, and they found some clothes and a pair of glasses there also. Along with six dead cats found in the attic. They were probably up there because she was. Yeah. And they couldn't get down. She And it says she was already shy and frail. So um, that would explain, you know, why she shouldn't have been up there to begin with. Yeah, because they were saying that the gap in the boards appears to 
be maybe eight inches, which is what, two inches wider than a dollar bill. Yeah. But if you're already, you know, really thin, then maybe it wouldn't have taken much for her to fall through. Not at all, no. So this obviously was not a uh, murder. No. Just a really bad oops accident. But imagine buying a house and all of a sudden, I think I just found something in the wall. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you would think maybe like if you have a dog, can you imagine if your dog's clawing at the wall and out pops a body? Yeah. Well, I had heard um uh on a podcast that that's what happened. The kids were, they were kids and... They like to play with another kid and come to find out the kid was a ghost. And it was like those old 70s where they always had like the fake wall, like the, they weren't a real wall, but it was still done with brick. But it wasn't really, you know what I mean? It just was more decoration than use. And uh, you know, the ones that usually were like maybe not even waist high, you know, the ones I'm talking. Yeah. They, um, their parents were, sent the kids to go. They end up sending the kids away as they were working on it. And guess what they found inside that fake wall? They found a body. And it was the kid that the kids that the others were playing with. I think so. They won't go any details, but yeah. They found they found a skeleton in this fake wall that was put up. Like, oh, that's not good. No. You never know what you'll find in your house. Okay. Oh wow, we still have a ton, don't we? Oopsies. And I didn't realize set. how many stories we actually had. <laughs> Um, this one I'm going to lightly touch on. Oh, come on. We've probably, we've heard a lot of the different stories of people that say they've gone back in time. Um, I've, I've, I've read so many stories of this where they've gone to 50 years, a hundred years. Um, this, this one is a strange case of William Taylor. He said that he has traveled to the year, um, 8,973. And have seen hybrid human machines. Basically saying humans no longer exist. Just robots. Um, he had claimed to um, have worked in British intelligence in the early 2000s. Um, said that he experienced life on Earth thousands of years from now. When he was sent to find out more about the future. What he said he found was a utopia. Without disease, death, and crime. Well, of course. You don't have... Um, how would you put it, Bart? At that point, you wouldn't have any egotistical uh, predators. Exactly. Would that be? Would, would that? Would that explain? That would mean we've pretty much we've we've already built the next generation and decided to kill the current generation. Which, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's what's happening. We completely. And you know what's funny? That talking about this is exactly what we were just talking about with Grandma Vanga. We're completely yeah. going to wipe ourselves off the earth. That's what's going to happen. So, yeah, this one pretty much goes into this. I don't know if you want to. I mean, of course, all the comments below are like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, with stories like this, it always makes me think, you know, is this also the whole thing of like where the little little grays come from? You know, where they say that that's us from the future. You know, it's. I mean, could that be where, you know, hybrid or well, that's what they say. Some of them are are hybrids. But, you know, is it a possibility? Or if it is us from the future, I mean, it could be, it could really be that the whole prime directive thing don't interfere. Mm-hmm. And so in the future, we re- we realize that no one will believe you if you talk about a gray alien. So what happens, what happens if suddenly everybody, if people from the future travel back and they dress as gray aliens so, and so that they can 
survey freely without people uh, thinking suspiciously. I don't know. Well, the greys, the thing with the greys is they're real, real, I don't know how, like if they were an actual human, I don't know how that would happen because the way that everybody describes them. I mean, unless it's like a robot, but you know, the one we talked about, the guy who lost his virginity to, to one. So, you know, it kind of makes you wonder. I don't know. But yeah, there's a couple different stories like this that I've read. Do you want to continue with the last ones or do you want to hold off on these until next week? Oh, what are we at? We're about 40, about 50 minutes. Yeah, I'm just at 51. We can, we can save these for next week. Okay, well, we'll save platypus milk, Godzilla iguana, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Yeah, we'll save those for next week. Okay. I think that's a good a good stopping point. We'll stop with... We'll go from destroying to utopia. I don't know. A lot of these stories makes me wonder. Because there's a couple other ones. There was one that he went to... I forget what year it was. 3,000-something? Yeah. And supposedly he took pictures of L.A. and L.A. was underwater. Which I don't think we're that far off of a lot of stuff like that happening. I think Absolutely. We, I, yeah. I, the way it's been recently... Mm-hmm. We found all the f- all the flooding and the severe temperatures. Because that's like what they were predicting for like where we're at. Have severe cold, cold weather. And then in the summer, really, really high, high weather. Like high temperatures. Which I think is going to be bad in general for us. Oh, yeah. That would suck. I mean, we need water. So hopefully, you know, somewhere in between we'll get some rain or snow or whatever. Well, we're, I haven't looked outside in a while. It was supposed to snow tonight. Yeah, we were supposed to get like two or f- Well... They were saying Canton was supposed to get snow. Oh, Akron was going to get a dusting, and I don't think you were supposed to get anything. But it's supposed to keep snowing until tomorrow also. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Well, according to the weather report right now, it's snowing at this moment, so. I can't see. My curtain's pulled. Yeah, save for me. It will most likely not be snowing where you are by the time you hear this podcast. No. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to stay up and be good and edit and drop it tonight. Okay, baby. I'm just hoping it won't be snowing by the time. Wherever you are in the world, you may not have snow, but you may have burning from hell because of the hot weather. Because it could be summer. Wow. My feeds are really interesting. I go from buffalo fried doubled eggs to unicorn magic ice cream. Oh, dear. It's so pretty. We get sparkly ice cream. Hey, don't laugh about that. I'm trying to figure out how to make sparkly drinks for um, the Con the Cob. I'm not doing ice cream again. That was too messy. Yeah, it was very messy. I haven't decided. Maybe I need to figure out how to do edible. Um, ed- um, you know what? Maybe we could do that. We'll get edible glitter and just do shake, shake and eat in people's glasses. But I think- well, if you <laughs> if you like to get a hold of us. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> If you, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Facebook and Twitter. We'll have all the links that we just talked about up there tonight here within the next hour or so. Uh, you can contact us uh, by email, tftdpodcast at gmail.com. And we do want emails. And wherever you listen to us, rate us, like us, review us. We like to get something. You know, it makes it easier for people to like us and hear our crazy, crazy penis rants. Yeah, it's that's how we that's how we uh, branch out and get more listeners. And every time I'm turning around, I'm getting notifications on Facebook that Tales from the Darkness has another viewer, has another follower. 
but hit the like button. Yeah. I mean, obviously people are following us, mm-hmm. but, you know, keep doing that. Yes. Tell people, you know, but tell people, you know, in person, hey, I found this cool podcast. I've been doing that all the time. I actually need to find more business cards. Well, I am working on, spo- well, I was working on sponsorships for us, but I don't, we can't, ha- don't got the right information for them. So I'll have to figure something out or make Mark do it. I sent you. A, I sent you a really cool new shirt, Bart. I think you need. Ah, uh, yes, I see this really cool new shirt. Ain't that cool? I might have to get one too. <laughs> but yes, like us, review us, let us know, send us emails. So I will see you later, Bart. I'm going to edit this and pop this up. Sounds good. Um. So everybody, have a good week weekend. Stay safe. Keep your eyes the um eyes the sky, ear the ground, and I will catch up with you later, Bart. Definitely, I'll catch up with you later. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.